to uh, Old Heads, Young Minds. This is episode number eight. Uh, I am Allison Fine. I am Robert Pinner. And today we have a guest. I'm really excited. Uh, we have talked in the past about being part of the Open Mic Collective, and um, you guys know that we're comedians, obviously. And one of our fellow producers in the Open Mic Collective is here, uh, one Miss Lisa Rimmertz. That's me. <laughs> and um, we're excited to have her here uh, for a myriad of reasons, not just her comedy. Um, so we, uh, because of the magic of podcasting, uh, this is actually episode number two for the day for us. Um, and so we did episode number seven, which is Rob and I, and now we're on episode number eight with our guest. I'm excited to get started. You ready? I'm ready. Are you good? I'm very good. What's up? Uh, I don't know. I'm excited for the day. I guess. Been working on my working on the bar a lot. You you would see improvements. I just realized there. we didn't talk about that on the no. last part. No, we didn't. <laughs> Damn it. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, it is what it is. Oh, you know what we could do? We could. No, we won't do no. that either. Um, we were gonna promote the barbecue and and we forgot. The last episode seven's gonna come out Wednesday. But episode eight will come out after the barbecue. But oh, well. it's okay. It's so fine. we'll have had a great barbecue. Yes, yeah. yes. By this you time, missed you missed it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the bar? Um, I could talk a little bit. I think uh, you've talked about it before. Yeah. But. So when I first bought my house, uh, one thing I fell in love with was the garage is detached, and I turned the garage into a bar. I built the actual bar section. I've got a pool table, a foosball table, arcade machine, TV, refrigerator, alcohol, beer. Yeah. And it's got its own name. It's, yeah, it's called The Drunken Squirrel. The Drunken Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about yeah, that. But. Yeah, maybe. So you say you've been working on it? What did you do? I don't know. My lady's been helping me, like, clean it up. And, oh. like, we we went through some stuff and put some stuff up and, oh. you know, things like that. Made it a little bit more So, like, better. like we just alluded to, the Open Mic Collective is having a barbecue. Um, by the time this comes out, it will have been amazing. And sorry you weren't there. But um, thank you for letting us have it at your house. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. The, the, his garage, is, it's it's actually really nice. Um, I will have seen it. You will have seen it. It's lovely. All right. Anything else? No. It's, it's weird doing double episodes. And I'm like. Right. I know because I'll be you good like we did in episode seven. <laughs> like, so. uh, that's what I was like. I didn't really talk about that. I was like, okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm still good. I was good last last episode. Okay, an hour and a half ago too. Um, <laughs> but by the time this comes out, I will have gone to Yakima with uh, oh yeah, with Monica Nevy uh, to do a private gig, which is awesome because I booked her to come with me right. to do this. So that's really awesome. Um, uh, we'll be getting ready for. I think Monica, I mean, Melanie will have come. I think this will come out the day that Melanie gets here, actually, oh, wow. from Detroit. Okay. So I'm excited for a week of shows with Melanie. Melanie Hearn from Detroit. You guys will meet her. She's a, She'll be a guest on our podcast. And then um, uh, tonight specifically, actually, so today is, I don't know. Today's the 13th. Right today's now. the 13th. Okay, cool. Ruining the magic. I oh, no. Oh, you're saying when this <laughs> no, comes no, out? No, no, Today is the 13th. We're <laughs> taping on the 13th. <laughs> and tonight I'm going to go see uh, Rachel Afjay. Yep. 
who's headlining at Tacoma Comedy Club, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's also Nate Jackson's birthday. He turns 40, so we're probably going to go after uh, yeah, you know, I'm, that. I'm You're going, doing that, I'm right? going to Nate. Yeah, yes. so, um, but I'm good. Like I said um, yeah. in the last episode, you know, I've been out of not working for a few weeks. Got a lot of personal stuff going on. Um, I'm good. What about our guest, Lisa? Are you good? I'm pretty good. Yeah. You want to? Do you want to uh, introduce yourself to the to our audience? Yeah, I'm Lisa. Which is just you. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom will watch or listen. Nice. Yeah, nice. you'll get a couple of followers in Illinois. <laughs> like what? We have, we we have one in Ireland. We have a, yeah. <laughs> We have a follower in Ireland. There's somebody oh, yeah. to us in Ireland. <laughs> I was like, nice. It's like 99%. So are you more upset about that or like that mo- most of our listeners are on Android? <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, pay attention to that, but that's... <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It's okay. <laughs> I did not notice that, yeah. but... Uh... <laughs> well, I had a podcast. We need to do better promoting, uh, yeah. promoting yeah. our stuff. I'll say it's a little intimidating because my episode of Sherry Hardman's po- podcast uh diary of an xo is at like 2500 listens or something and she keeps like giving me the updated number and i'm like cool because my own podcast has seven so that's great <laughs> um i listened to that episode too and which episode or i watched it um ours yours with sherry oh okay yeah. and i felt like am i allowed to like i felt like i was a voyeur or something I With think that's Corey, intense. Corey too. I, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to know this stuff because <laughs> they haven't told me specifically. You know, like it felt like reading your diary or something. No, I mean, I think that's her intent. I mean, she has a couple podcasts, but that that's really what it's about. It's like a, it's about sex positivity, I think, and it's about different aspects of sex and uh, and relationships, and mm-hmm. so I think that's the intent. So yeah. she probably will be happy to hear that you said that. There you go. It's working. Testimonial. <laughs> but it's just, it is weird too because I'm also like. I hope my mom never listens to this. I and I didn't get that racy, but I, I it was racy enough. Um, anyways, back to you. Uh, introduce yeah, yourself. I'm good. Um, I'm Lisa, and I'm part of the collective. So actually, I knew Allison. I knew you a little bit before I even moved out here, which has almost been a year. And uh, I can't remember why. I think I just followed, like, Tacoma Comedy or something, some kind of hashtag on Instagram because I was like, I knew I was coming out here and I was I wanted to get in the community and see what was going on. And you were like helpful from day one or day negative, whatever. Right. <laughs> That's funny. And so, yeah, the first thing I knew about out here was the collective. And and where'd you move from? I moved here from Michigan, but I'm from ish St. Louis. <laughs> OK. Do you want to yeah. explain all of that? Um, yeah, I've been running from the law for quite a while. I knew it. Uh, just minor theft, little <laughs> things. Uh, no, my, uh, I'm a military spouse, so I follow my husband wherever he goes, which has been a lot of places. <laughs> but I, my dad was military too, so it's like all very normal. Mm. So I don't know any other way. The boxes, basically. <laughs> well, when we moved to Michigan, we were in Maryland first or before Michigan, the move, moved to Michigan, knew we were going to be there for a year and then moving again. So we really did have quite a few boxes that we were just like, eh, yeah, just, just going to stay stacked over there. Right, right. I'm sure. <laughs> and so you moved here a year ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Almost. Yeah. A year ago. And um, I do comedy with you fine folks. And how long have we been doing comedy? It's complicated. Uh, we've had an on again, off again relationship. <laughs> 
I started a really long time ago, so it feels like I've been doing it a long time, but it's mostly been off, like off again. <laughs> so I started when I was, uh, I think in my late 20s. So it's been like, I'm totally guessing because I hate math and I don't want to do it in front of you, but it's been about 13 years, oh, I think. Wow. Okay. But most of that, I like did some and then I moved and then I did a little bit right. and then I moved again and I did right. none. And then, you know, so mm. the past two years I've been doing it regularly again. Got it. <laughs> And then, um, so you moved out here and uh, you live off base, right? You don't mm -hmm. live on base, right? I don't, no. I live in Puyallup. Oh, yeah. You do live in Puyallup. Yeah. Um, her husband is not just like a grunt in the army, too. Do you tell him what your <laughs> husband does? Yeah. He used to be a grunt. He would want me to say that. <laughs> he used to be a soldier soldier, but then he went back to school and um, now he's a doc. He's so a he, doctor. He takes care of mostly soldiers. I think an occasional spouse here and there, but he does a lot of like pain, like chronic pain and oh, stuff. Wow. So it's a lot of. So he's, it's a, like, he's it's a drug doctor, medicine. he's a drug dealer. Basically, it's sports nice. medicine, but the sport, the athletes are the soldiers. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I like to tease him because every story he tells is like about a needle. So I'm like, all he does is put needles in people. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to believe that she might be on the run and this is all. I've never met her husband. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a real doctor. Yeah. <laughs> It's an elaborate story I've made up. Yeah, I have some great. doctored photos. AI has been very helpful in creating <laughs> the photos. <laughs> it's funny because, like, he's more introverted than I am um, by a lot. Which is why we've never met him. Which is why you've never met him. Right. And I don't, like, I used to try to get him to come to things, like, early in our marriage. And then it was just, like, stuff where I knew it was, you know, 50 people and I knew everybody. And yeah. he knew, like, maybe one person. And he's yeah. like... I'm not really having fun at these things. Like, why do you want me to go? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I want you to be having you fun. Feel, right. You want, I want you to come in. Included, right? Yeah, be included and have fun. Uh, but he just is, he doesn't want to, you know, he's at work all day dealing with people and he just wants to like come home and rest. So I invite him to like very special things. Yeah. And I, everything else, he'll be like, it took him a while. I don't even know if he's over it now, but with comedy, he's always like, you sure you don't want me to go? Like, you don't, are you sure you don't want me to go? Like, am I, am I not being supportive if I don't go? And I'm like, no, I don't care. Like, right. <laughs> it's, this stuff is a dime a dozen, you know, if it's really special, I'll be like, yeah, I want you to come. <laughs> well, if he doesn't exist and AI is making your <laughs> photos, that one when, that one of your engagement photo oh, in black and like white, babies? that was a good one. AI is winning yeah. with that one. Yeah. You guys were... You guys have been married for a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you guys just have an anniversary or something? Yeah. We just uh, celebrated 18 years. Yeah. Married. Yeah. And we were dating for a while before that. Uh, we met when we were one year old. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always feel, I was just thinking about this, that my life has a number of like on paper, really bad decisions that turned out really well and getting married at age 21. It's definitely one of those. It's like, it. oh, that's not supposed to work. But somehow it's working. Knock on wood. I mean, there are people that get married, you know, straight out of high school, right? High school sweethearts. Yeah. 
And like, I think most of us at our age, we're probably just, maybe we're just jaded enough to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you still like each other? <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that people are successful when they're young and they get married like that. If they choose to grow together, it's yeah. when you grow apart. Right. You know, when you grow apart. Um, and I I say that because my first husband and I, we weren't that young. He was 21 and I was 26 when we met. But we he especially was young enough that I think we just, we were together for almost 10 years before we got married, but we still grew apart, you know? Mm. So uh, when people succeed, especially from like high school relationships, I'm like, they just chose to be on the same path and stayed on the same path. Yeah. And or, sometimes I yeah, think that's because you don't know like any better. You veer off the path, but then you get back on it. Right. And, you know. Is that your way of saying... Is that a confession? We're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we've not always, like, we're not, like, perfectly in lockstep on all of right. our opinions or, or by any means. Like, right. he's a misanthrope and a, an introvert, and I'm like, hey, guys, like, <laughs> I'm never leaving. But, uh, you know, we veer off and then come back and yeah. go, wait, why do you think that? And like, what, why yeah, do you think you that? Yeah, be pretty committed to be in a, in a relationship that also involves the U.S. government at the level you are. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, makes it sound like I'm a spy or something. Well, I mean, anybody that's married on papers, you know, has a government involved in their life. But I'm just saying, to be a, to be a military spouse, you have to be committed to the cause <laughs> in some ways. Don't I don't you? know. I'm, you have to be to willing me, to move just, all the damn time. Yeah, but I did that my whole life. So, like, <clears> sometimes my husband would be like... Hey, when we like settle down and get our forever home and I'm like, hold on, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what that looks like. It's scary. But you could have easily Just, said, I didn't like this childhood and I'm not going to do this. That's true. As an adult. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, luckily, I, I like it. you, dude, but yeah. I'm not doing this again for <laughs> yeah. another 25 years. Right. Yeah. It's been there have been times where it's a, a little annoying because like Maryland to Michigan to here in, you know, a year and a half. Wow. <laughs> that was a little much. I was like, oh, we found my threshold for, I was like, oh, I don't want to move again. Uh, it just was too soon. Like I, I had fresh memories of how stressful it was right. <laughs> when, you know, usually you have enough time for those to fade. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I have had moments where I get mad at like the military because now I feel like I'm, a, I'm, I'm about to like diss our military, but <laughs> it, most mil traditionally military spouses like just support, you know, traditional marriage is like the man works and the woman supports the house and keeps right. the, you know, right. kids and house together. And so if the husband has to move a bunch, it's like big whoop, go with him. And now it's more like women are working, but still it hasn't really caught up to where. Like there's not really a way for them to support spouses careers. Right. Like, they kind of, like, do what they can, and, you know, they have, like, career programs and stuff like that. But it's like, you have to quit your job. Sorry. Luckily, I'm a job jumper by nature, so I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I have to good, quit this I mean, job again? Darn. That's a good segue, I think, <laughs> into, like, yeah, the what other do you, things. Like, yeah, what do you do? Uh, what do you do besides comedy? Uh, besides comedy? Um, I do a lot of other stuff that doesn't make money. <laughs> It's like my thing. <laughs> no one was really filling that niche. Thank so God he's a doctor. I got in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, before this, I worked, uh, my background is in nonprofit, like marketing, fundraising, communications. And uh, I was like accidentally part of the 
what do they call that? The great resignation after the or after during the pandemic where everybody was quitting their jobs. I was accidentally a part of that. Um, and I left that job. I left my full time job and started a business. And now I do basically what I did before as a freelance person, um, except with like none of the management stuff. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to manage anything. You just tell me what you need and I'll write it for you and then hand it off. Um, but my, my employer, former employer is now a client of mine and I have a couple other little clients. So that's kind of like what I think of as my main job. And then I do some writing on my own for like stuff that I like. Um, and that's what I really like. What I really like doing is the stuff that just costs a bunch of money and doesn't make it all back. <laughs> so I have to do the other stuff to kind of like at least break even, <laughs> maybe make a little more. Somewhat contribute to your household. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't have to contribute a lot, thankfully, because he, like, even when I worked in nonprofit, I asked him recently because, you know, when I left my job, I was like, are you, you know, is this, is this okay? Like he was kind of like encouraging me to do it. And I was like, yeah, but then you're going to be the only one making money. Like, is that okay? And he's like, yeah. And then, so now we check in every once in a while. And I'm like, are you sure this is still okay? Because it feels great for me, but like, are you still cool with it? And right. he's like, one time he said, he goes, uh, from when you worked full time to now, have you noticed a difference in our lifestyle? Like, have we had to like scrimp and save or cut back? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, there you go. We're fine. And I was like, mm. OK, there you go. I made no money before, too. <laughs> so right. that's a non full time nonprofit person. But yeah, well, you guys also <laughs> have a I, I don't know the numbers. I'm not a statistician, but. It feels like a unique situation in terms of uh, your household makeup for being a military family. Like, you want to talk about your kids? Yeah, we don't have eight kids. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, we got married. We did the, like, traditional military, like, cliche, get married young. But we didn't do the, like, immediately have kids thing. Um, so, yeah, it's just us. So even when he was a soldier soldier and I was a non like, you know, administrative assistant or whatever when mm -hmm. you start out right we were doing fine because we didn't have any kids to feed right <laughs> so um and we have a dog and a cat and they're pretty cheap does that make you uh like as a wife i know a lot of military bases are like centered centered on like family events and they have a lot of like family-based things and like does that make you do you participate in any of those things no no <laughs> No, I did a little bit like in the beginning because I was fresh out of college when we got married and I moved from Illinois to North Carolina where my husband was living. And so I didn't, he had all these friends and I didn't know anyone. So I was like, you know, okay, we can have people over or whatever and try to, I try to like be friends with his friends, spouses. Uh-huh. Does that work? No. Oh. It's, I mean, you know, you find like good people here and there, but I mean, I don't mean that. I shouldn't have said good people, but you find people that you connect with right. here and there, but mostly they're on a different page than me. Like I've tried to join Facebook groups <laughs> of military spouses. I joined one that was like military spouses with advanced degrees. And I was like, oh, maybe these are my people. Right. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, I have all these degrees, but they're on hold because I'm a mom right now. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> 
So it's, but there are some like groups that are, you know, military spouses without kids, but most of those are like not kids yet because they're like 25 or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of hard to find my people. So I, I just find my own people outside of that world. You're quiet. So I'm, I know, quiet. I'm so, I'm so quiet today. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one that went to the dub show last night. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just like, I just want to yeah. nap today. Um, More than one podcast is a lot for. Eh, it's okay. We planned it that way. Uh, well, I know about it, but you want to tell us about uh, your book? Yeah. I think you wrote a book. I think Something I like did. That. Yeah, I wrote one and I can't do it again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wrote a book. Um, did, you bring I, one, did you bring it? I did bring some, yeah. Okay, I, re- cool. I reread my little instructions that you sent me. And um, okay, cool. I was like, oh, you're supposed to bring, you could show us. Supposed to bring a show and tell. Yeah, if I have you some. Have it. I do in here. Um, I just dropped something. Uh, yeah, I wrote a book in 20, I started in 2020 and published it last year. Like right after I moved here is when it got published. So I was like, cool. I have no community. <laughs> It'll be easy to sell some books. Here, camera. <laughs> it's there called Stay, My Forever Friendship with an Aging Dog. And it's a memoir about uh, my experience caring for an old dog. And so there's like some emotions of all kinds. Uh, laughter and It's like a how-to book? Crying. Or like- no, it's just, it's more my, I mean, I think it's like helpful for people. Who haven't done it maybe and want to like know what it's like, but it's, it's just my story. So it, it mm-hmm. kind of reads like a novel, but yeah. it's real. And where, where did, the, was this dog with you while you were married? Like this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we, so I graduated college May 2005, got married July 1st that year, okay. moved from Illinois to North Carolina, in with Brad, adopted the dog in the story, okay. August, I think, 2nd. Okay. So she had been, I was like never an adult without her, never married without her. She was just like a integral part of that. She whole was thing. she was old when you got her? Or? No, she was a puppy when we got her. Okay. Yeah. So you, the whole so life, we had, life yeah, cycle. Had her for okay. a long time. Yeah. And I'm working on book number two, although I, when I was doing book number one, that it, it didn't start out as a book. Like I just started writing for myself before I decided to make it into a book and let other people read it. But I didn't know what I was doing at any step. You know, like I was totally learning everything as I went. And now I know how to do it. So you would think it would be easier, but it's been harder to get motivated because I know how much work it takes. Okay. <laughs> so I can right, see right, ahead right, right. at like, like yeah. oh God, this mm. is going to be like a two year long project at least. And so it's been really hard to... You do a lot of you do, do a lot it. of stuff for dog, like, right for organizations. I do like, a little, yeah. I've done a lot of stuff over the years, but for, for a little at a time. Yeah. No. <laughs> what inspired you to write the book? Like, was it something that you were like, I want to write a book one day, and this is the topic you came up with? No. Or how did that? What was that process like? <laughs> no, I never knew. I, I've always been a writer, but never like a book. Like that's. I I had written like a thesis, which is like a hundred pages or something like that. But that's by far the longest thing I'd ever written. But I've always written as a big part of jobs. Um, 
So I, I like writing, but I never had a goal to write a book or anything. I just was writing. I was basically writing so I wouldn't forget stuff. Mm-hmm. And... About the dog? About my dog, okay. yeah. Like, I was just writing, like, oh, remember that one time when we went to the beach and blah, blah, blah. Uh, just for myself. And then I don't even know why it turned into a book. I just thought, like, oh, this is actually kind of becoming something. Mm. And maybe I just want to put it together. I remember talking to a friend who was an editor and saying, I really just want to hold my book. Like, that's the goal is, like, I want to have a book that I can hold. So, like, maybe we just make one, you know? <laughs> like, that'd be great. And then she kind of pushed me to be like, don't you also want other people to read it? And right. I was like, oh, maybe I do. <laughs> so then I had to start learning, like, what, how do you make a book that right. other people want to read? Because a story about your dog doesn't necessarily, like, no one cares, right? It's not, like, a good, a good enough reason for other people to read it. Unless they're your mom. Hi, mom. Based on... <laughs> so I had to learn, like, Hi, how mom. do I craft this into a story with, like, a beginning, a middle, and an end, and, like... Based what on what you I just include? said about, like, you were you were kind of just taking notes on your own. It kind of reminds me of those, like, books that people get, like, their grandmas that are, like... They, they want their grandparents to, like... Just their grandmas or grandparents or whatever to fill out. Yeah. Um, like, or their parents. About your you know life. Saying, about their life. Mm -hmm. So then... To keep that generational information, you know, in the family and yeah. and truth, right? Like that's why we do write things down is to keep to keep our truths as we know them written. If if not, then they just become like stories that get changed over time and you don't ever know what the truth is. So it feels like that's what you were sort of doing on your own because you love your dog so much. Um and then it just sort of manifested into a bigger project. So yep. was it hard to shift that personal element to more <laughs> of a what I want the public to be able to to get out of this? Yeah. I mean, so I did a lot of writing that's not in the book that I just had to not trash because I still have files mm -hmm. <laughs> like, on my computer, but it was essentially a very inefficient way to do it. Because I was, when I set out to write, even when I decided it was going to be a book, but it was just going to be for me, it was like what I envisioned would have been a terrible book because it was just like a dog's biography, you know, like beginning to end, like everything this dog ever did that I could remember. And what ended up was, the story of an old dog. So like instead of a 15 year period and all kinds of stories that nobody besides me and my husband would ever care about, it ended up just being like a two year period mm -hmm. and ha and being more crafted with like a narrative arc and you know, right. <laughs> things like that. So it ended up being a lot different than how it started. Yeah. That interests me a lot because you're a good writer. I don't know what your background uh, I, well, that I have a, been, my master's but. is in education, but like growing up, uh, for a while I was a journalism major, oh. um, but I wanted to write like sports journalism. <laughs> but back then when I was in college, I was like, how am I ever going to get into the locker room? I'm a woman. And now they let women go everywhere. But back then I didn't know that that mm. shift was going to happen. Um, and now I'm just not hot enough to go in the locker room because those sports journalists are hot. Um, but I, 
I've always been a writer. Like I wrote poetry. I won poetry contests when I was younger. And oh. I I don't know. I'm I just have a way with words, I guess. So it's just a, a strength for me. Um, but I have such a dynamic story at this point in my life. For for a while now, people are like, "When are you gonna write a book?" And it just feels like such a daunting task. Um, but I actually, I was supposed to do it on Friday, but I wasn't feeling well, so I'm rescheduling it. But I'm actually meeting with a uh, like a. I think he does. I don't know. I don't. I I don't know what his title is. I'll tell you guys more about him when I find out. But uh, my friend Erin Jones, who is a um, former educator, and now she does all kinds of like educational um, speaking engagements and she's a trainer and all kinds of stuff all over the country, really, but she's based here in Olympia. She wrote a book. And so we had lunch a couple weeks ago and she's just like, you need to do this. Stop messing around. Here's the guy that got me started with that. Mm. So from this guy's website, his name is Andre. Um, uh, we're going to meet to talk about like the vision and then like he, he can help edit or publish or, you know, depending on how much I guess I want to invest financially in him, he has a lot of services, but, um, uh, that's my concern is like, I don't know that anyone's going to be interested in my story. I need to figure out how to make it interesting. In reality, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be, I mean, my story's pretty, I have a lot, I have a lot of experience and a lot to say about a lot of things. But it feels very daunting to figure out, like, can I just, like, tell somebody my story and they can make it way cooler than I could? <laughs> but, uh, but I think what, I'm going to do it What? That's what Chad G GPT is for. <laughs> Don't use Chad GPT. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not using AI to, so write, mad my, at to write my GPT. story. <laughs> it's like, every, finally, I have a thing that, like, I'm getting clients for and making money. And then, like, a computer comes along and takes <laughs> yeah. it. Like, come on. That was the one thing. Uh. <laughs> well, my marketable skill. Something Aaron told me, because I want to do more speaking engagements, specifically around, like, being a, a domestic abuse survivor and things like that. And she's like, write a book. Writing a book will get you legitimacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that you can translate into doing more things. I have talked about this on here. Like, I really want to do a TED Talk. Mm. Um, so all of those things, she's like, if you write a book now, just about some of the stuff you've been through in your life, that will translate into other spaces. And I would think if you wanted to do that, that would be the same. Like, if you... Because you wrote about an animal and there's people just love animals. There's so many organizations mm -hmm. and there's so many. I'm, I'm guessing if you wanted to, you could turn that into like an opportunity to do speaking engagements about or some sort of involvement in organizations that have to do with aging animals, fostering aging animals and why you should things like like you could really take your experience and and market that in other ways, I would think. Um, is that something you've ever thought about doing, like moving beyond? A little, yeah. So I'm, I'm more focused on writing a second book. Oh. Because there's a, like, uh, it's not a joke, but it's funny. Um, there's this saying, I guess, like, everybody knows it. They say how to make money on your first book is to write a second book. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which is, like... So, now I so mean, <laughs> like do it again. No. So it's so mean, but 
So that they'll also, buy the first book, but not the second book? Well, they'll buy, so if you write, if you buy, sorry, if you write one book, people can buy that one book, but then they, they can't go anywhere. Like, they, there's nothing else for them to do. But if you write a second book, and people buy the second book and they like it, they will probably buy your first book. They'll be like, oh, I like this author. So it's good to have, like, more than one for people to choose that from. That sounds daunting. Yeah. Yeah. But the other way is, like, speaking... Engage. Basically, you're not going to make money unless you're famous. You're not going to make money from writing a book. You're, I mean, you might. I make money from it, but I basically, I'm still trying to make back what I spent on it right. and all that. Um, so, speaking engagements, teaching, you know, whether it's about the topic you wrote about or about how to write a book, like all those other things are like the ways to make money. So that, I mean, I love that plan. I think you should write a book. I'm on board with Aaron. <laughs> I like one me. of the this things is about my no like, we're gonna talk about we're gonna get a plan it. together that's gonna be the rest of this podcast <laughs> we'll so. have step one two and three no I think like one of the things that I didn't I didn't purposely set out to do this but I, the thing that I love about comedy and writing a book is I'm just some gal like I'm just like some like hey I'm Lisa like I don't know what I'm doing and I can do those things. And I want other people to go, oh my God, if she can do it, I can do it. You know, like, cause that's like. That's what I am. That's, that's, that's what I'm at with so, comedy. Yeah. I'm like, if this guy could do comedy. And your story is, is so interesting. You look at me and go, if Allison can do it, yeah, I can do it. If Allison could do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you know someone. You're like, oh, that's my friend. Yeah. That's and literally they, what happened. They you know can our do story? it. Like our friendship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been friends for like seven years. We met in like a totally different world. So yeah. when he moved back from Texas and I was started doing comedy, he was like, well, this bitch ain't that funny. I could be funny too. <laughs> We're gonna find out next month. Oh, we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, so by now, oh no, by now we st we'll still have we'll yeah. still have a rumble. But yeah. Um, so Tony Peters is doing the Stepping Stone contest. Okay. At uh, Coco Joe's, where he had comics go up in in June, July, and August, and then the top three comics from each of those months compete in um in September at like a final competition um have you done coco joe's before no it's a wild little spot yeah it's so. a wild bar um i think i heard you is this where you beat i want no well, i beat i beat joe, joe gomez, gomez. So that's the, right okay so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I beat talk, joe yeah. gomez and mike hansen in oh nice July. okay he went in june didn't even place um but tony was short this month so last night he went back and he won yeah Ooh. and so we now you go head to head yeah, well, so now yeah, in be nine, September, I'm seven other comics. Yeah, hurt his feelings. Yeah, in September. What? We didn't talk about this left, in the last so. episode, but I'm just glad JoJo Blacko didn't show up because yeah, he I would beat everybody. I was, so. I was doing, I was trying to help Tony get more people there right. and get other comics. I was like, I didn't really want to go, but I was like, you uh, hear that, Tony? He doesn't care about your shows. No, it's not like that. I just didn't feel right because <laughs> I you already because I already yeah, cheated. You know, if cheater, yeah, I'm a cheater. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. so September 9th, put it on your calendar. I'm going to fuck yeah. him up. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to win that bitch. Is it, like, audience? Yeah. Does yeah. that matter? Okay. Yeah, well, funny. the thing that happened, I don't know if I explained it in the last podcast, but um, the thing that happened when I went up is, like, there were people that recognized me from other places who just happened to be there. And so 
the DJ on the way out, the DJ who comes in, Chris, to do uh, karaoke afterwards, he was like, thanks for bringing all these people. I was like, I didn't bring these people. <laughs> they just happened to have met me at other places, and mm-hmm. so I won. Nice. Um, which is great. But um, now, next month, I'm going to have to beat my friend. Yeah. That's hard. Comedy. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, I <laughs> can't wait for it. But anyways, so, um, so yeah, I don't even know how we got off on this topic. But, um, oh, because you well, were saying yeah, you're like, writing if a you book. can do it, then anybody can. Yeah. But I don't think everyone can write a book, so. I, okay, maybe not. Anybody can publish a book. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> if it's yeah. good or not. I mean, it depends on the work you put in, right? Like, if you don't, if you just go, if you're arrogant about it and yes. you're like, oh, that's easy, I can do it. And then you don't pay for editing or anything like that. Right. It might be a crappy yeah, book. I've seen but... some, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's like people saying, like, anyone could be a rapper. Well, technically. (laughs) Technically, anyone can be anything. Could and should are very different. Yeah. What are your other interests? Other, you say? (laughs) We covered comedy. We covered animals. Especially your animals. Covered writing. Okay. Those are kind of the main. The main ones. I love food. She loves to that, grab. Does that count? She does not like food, though. What's that? Aren't you like a vegetarian? Yeah, but I love food. Mm. You're vegetarian or you're vegan? I'm both. Oh, she's <laughs> poly, poly. What do you mean both? <laughs> if I feel like people are going to make fun of me, I say I'm a vegetarian. Because right, vegans are yeah. psycho vegetarians. <laughs> I'm one, but I think I'm nice. I'm I don't, nice. I don't know I'm what she eats. super chill, bro. I've never seen her eat. Anything. <laughs> I, We're gonna yeah, see the barbecue right. this yeah. weekend. We'll have already seen. Are you yeah. bringing mushrooms? <laughs> can we talk about that? I want portobello mushrooms. We can barbecue them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. But usually, if it's like a meal type thing, like at clubs and stuff, they have the worst menus. You're like for vegetarian eat hummus so many times yeah. a week, and then they usually have like a Beyond Burger or some some kind of like. When we had to have a burger of some yeah. kind or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm, I can have that at home for $20 less. Right. <laughs> um, so I usually just eat before I come. Okay. Stuff like that, which I might do on. Being a vegan is hard. Oh, so you're going to come and not eat I wouldn't us? do it if it was hard for me. I really wouldn't. I I'm not, I have no discipline. Cheese. That's why you, I can't stop eating. Like, are you, are you vegan <laughs> or vegetarian by choice or is it a. I don't have to like get into health. your medical history. No, I'm so interested. I'm like, oh, what? Or like, is, how, it, what is, could it, is, it, is it for your health? Or did you just make this decision oh, gotcha. like more self-conscious? or No, it's, I mean, I don't, care. It for the I animals? don't care about the health part. Everyone is like, it's also good for, it's for the, for me, it's for the animals. Okay. It's also good for the environment and good for your health. And that's great. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about those pigs. Give me bacon. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, you're a stronger woman than I. It's yeah. really, I. if it took discipline, I would not be doing it. For me, like, I would not be doing it. I think it's a hard thing to change into, like, to, like, it's a lot to learn. There's, like, a learning curve. I remember when I was, it was before everybody had smartphones when I went vegan. And I would che- I would text my friend from the grocery store, like, what about this? Right. <laughs> like, what's in this? Like, what's an alternative to this? <laughs> right. And that that's harder. 
I did like a 30 day thing. So my brother was doing um, 30 days of being a vegetarian. And I was like, well, I want to do something because I love my brother and I want to like, he's a year older and I'm always like, I want to do what you're doing. Um, So I did 30 days of being vegan. No idea what I was doing. Just like, that's the next thing, right? So I'll try that. And so you I, love him and you admire him, but you also wanted to one-up him? I wanted to one-up him. <laughs> well, I was already a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, so there wasn't, so you sorry, there wasn't your, a lot of... Uh, hate for milk products. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But then I was like, like, I'd go to the grocery store and be like, what's milk doing in this? Like, it's everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a lot to learn. But now uh, I'm just like, I just live my life. I do get mad sometimes at like... You'll look at a bag of chips or something and be like, milk fat? Why? Like, That's probably true. Because it's cheap. There's a lot of weird shit that <laughs> is in foods that you're like, how is this in here? And what is it? Yeah. What is the point of it? My husband like works out a lot and he cares what he puts in his body. So weird. Um, but He's he, a doctor. <laughs> yeah. And our gym, our, our uh, garage is a gym oh. um, compared to your bar. But uh, I go out there occasionally. <laughs> Anyway, he did this thing where he was like paying attention to sugar. And so I started paying attention and that's the same kind of thing. You're like, what? Like, yeah. you're like, even Sugar's Cliff bars wild. aren't healthy? Like, yeah. come on. Sugar's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. Sugar's wild. Yeah. And sad. Because it's just, it, I mean, it's legal crack, basically. <laughs> they put it in your food <laughs> so that way you'll just crave it and want to buy more. Yeah. Mm. It's, it it's works. not good. Sugar's not good. Um, what is something about you that might surprise people? I knew you were going to ask that, and I really, really tried to think of something. <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm surprising. I feel like every anything I've done that's, like, not cookie cutter maybe like might what? surprise people, but I haven't even done anything all that. <laughs> you can tell us about like when you the Like I was arrested. <laughs> were you really? Yeah. But it wasn't for anything amazing or impressive. Were you like protesting <laughs> at a chicken farm? <laughs> no. I feel like it's PETA never, related. No, I've never been arrested Did you throw, protesting. Uh, a can of red paint on Kim Kardashian? No. Oh, then I, what'd you get arrested for? I was 20 and I was drinking. Where the fuck did they arrest you for that? They broke up a friend's party at their house and we tried to run away and we ran the wrong way the wrong way because <laughs> yeah. we were drunk and this is in st louis <laughs> this was yeah outside of st louis oh wow yeah. mm. so they were making an example it was like the first weekend anything like that i feel like anything like you know you're more like robert than you are like me now it's <laughs> <laughs> not been that's my right. life experience that's right i know which way to run yeah, I did not. I was following my dumb friend. <laughs> he was like, let's go this way. And then there was a cop car right there when we turned the corner. They arrested you uh-huh. at 20. We also, we had gone. So the party got broken up. Everybody ran away from the house. And we went, we were really close to a Denny's. And so we were like, let's go get food. And then, and then, dine and dash. And then let that die down. <laughs> no, we didn't dine and dash. I like the dine and dash. Um, I almost did it last night. You Stupid. did. I can't die. You're an adult. <laughs> you didn't have to come back. <laughs> I'm going to have to come back. Jokes? Yeah. <laughs> They'll just save your Wait, so you got arrested after you bill. had a, We were uh, gone for like an hour. You yeah. You had like 
a, a super like pancakes and then got arrested? Probably moons over my hammy at that oh, okay. point. But good, good or, oh, another this thing. I used to love meat. Obviously. Like I would, I would eat. Like I would be like, it would gross vegetables. So I would get like a double bacon cheeseburger and be like plain, mm. like no lettuce, no tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. No, None I of mean, my I think surprising a lot of people go cool. from meat to okay, non-meat well, diets help nowadays. Help me then. But, Give me a good answer. But, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you ate a whole meal and then they arrested you. The, mm-hmm. that, that just shows what like living in the Midwest is like. <laughs> because anywhere on the West Coast, they would. There's not a cop in the world that would take a 20 year old and want to do the paperwork related to it arresting them for drinking like yeah. get the fuck out of here this was um, like the suburbs dokey. of st louis a college town there's nothing going on yeah and they clearly. just they were like let's make an example out of these two for yeah. the other college that kids guy was Wait, bored. after they eat that guy we, was bored. they're sitting in the parking lot <laughs> also, how drunk were you? They go, why don't we also go get a denny's <laughs> yeah. and then we'll, we'll get them on the way home <laughs> and then, oh <laughs> They, they waited till you ate, and but you couldn't have been that drunk. How did they yeah. even know? I don't know. That's probably. Weird. I mean, probably because we were running. Is that the? Ne- is that your next book? Like my? No, my, it's not. A, it's like a one-page felony. story. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, it was not a felony, first of all, and then I just had to work at a Goodwill for a certain number of hours, and then it was off of. Oh, so just a community service. Yeah. That's just, fucking like, crazy. That would never up. happen in California or no. probably here. No. They don't. Too much that's going wild. on. No. You're yeah. 20. Who gives a fuck? Like. My I, parents were pretty upset. They were, were like, like we're, coming to the, we're coming to court with you. And I was like, no, you're not. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's wild. That does surprise me, honestly. <laughs> Lisa the rebel. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. Can we talk about anybody your upbringing? Like maybe. You say you have a brother? Brother. Shout out. Just, just one brother? Yep. Just one. He's 15 months older than me, I think. Oh. And well, they call that Irish, Irish twins. Irish twins. And we're yeah. Irish. Go figure. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's how my kids are. Are they? Yeah. Which ones? The the one that lives. Well, they're same mom, but I, I'm not the dad to the first one. And we got together. Okay. We got together after, right before. Since then they were born. They're 13 months apart. Oh, nice. Whoa. Yeah. That's close. Yeah. 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 Have a brother and he's the good one. Like we were both good, but he's, he was always more responsible. I'm like the good one. Does it get better than you? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It gets so much better. Now he's married and we joke that now she's the new favorite because she's even better than us. <laughs> These are wow. really good people. people. Yeah. She's, yeah, they're both like very um, nice people and open-minded and they and recycle and all the things. They're better than you. <laughs> well, I also like am the sarcastic one, oh, you know, God. like I have a little bit of an edge compared to them. And... Yeah. I don't know. I just, I keep remembering like one one thing. Um, my sister in law's name is Carla, and she said we were playing some game that was like a get to know you game. And her answer to like the question was something like, "What do you want out of your life?" or like something like that. What's your number one goal in life? Something. And she she wrote to have a simple life, and I think about it all the time because I don't want that. <laughs> I want a, all the attention and like. Fun all what the time, and mean, I don't know. I think it just means you know, like, 
be a good person and be nice to your neighbors. And yeah, I don't really know. What I it feel means like that's either. just like what everyone should want. Yeah. It's not Carla, enough for me. Carlison's very <laughs> nice, but she might need a hobby. Oh, no, she's really cool, too. That's oh. the problem is they're both really cool also oh. and smart and ev- all the things. It's horrifying. <laughs> I just know <laughs> Lisa did not grow up the same level gangster that we are. No, no, no. I'm just like, mm. what, is, what is it like to have to move as often as you have, both in your childhood and now, you know, being married as an adult? Like, to move around so often, we already covered that, like, you don't have kids, so you can't necessarily relate to a lot of the the spouses, you know, in the military. So how is that to, like, make new friends wherever yeah, you go? And, like, when nice. you leave, are we still going to be friends? Or does that, like, how does that work? <laughs> You're done. You're cut off. Because <laughs> you are, I mean, I now there's social media. And so if I, you didn't mean yeah. that, then <laughs> crossing it out. <laughs> oh, that was for someone else. Oh. No, I do love you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Friendship is weird now because... Yeah of social media. Like, I feel like I'm, I'll, I'll tell my husband like, Oh, my friend just told me about this. And he'll be like, what's that person's last name? Right. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> I qualify that a <laughs> like, lot I to think, people too. I think we're my similar. Friends, like, but... I was kind of wondering if you know, um, like your Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or anything. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. You're I definitely an extrovert, right? Yes. I feel like we have well, some similarities because of I don't that. Know. We should. Oh, do, okay. I should do it. Yeah, and do it. I haven't done it in a long time, so I don't know. I'm gonna kick you if you keep putting your foot sorry. there. Sorry. Um, sorry, you guys don't. Sorry, see every time I move my what? <laughs> sorry, mom. Wow. You hear about that one? Do you need this a new co-host? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the two, I did hear two about white that. girls yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, you did hear about how they called me mom at the? I did. No, that was yeah. horrible. Awful. Anyways, so mean. Um. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Yeah, I haven't done it in a long time, but I'm not as extroverted as people think. Oh, okay. I think I'm I'm good at being extroverted when I need to be. Got it. I think I'm, yeah, I think I can turn it on and turn it off. I don't think you're that as extra. I don't think you're that extroverted. No, I'm not. but But you haven't seen me like the extrovert portion of me. I don't think. I don't think you have it in you. I'll show you video. Do I be loud and be crazy? Yeah, it it happens on occasion. I'm not saying like, I'm saying like 10% of the time. But is it alcohol induced? (laughs) Sometimes. Well, then that's not an extrovert. Yeah. That's just the introvert that drank a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a bad thing? You can become an extrovert. Yeah. I I am very much, (laughs) I say this often, like I, I know a lot of people. I don't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel out here. Even I call yeah. everyone my friend. My actual friendship yeah. circle is very small. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, I I have close friends that all live other places. Yeah, me too. And then here I feel like, I mean, I've only been here a year, so I don't know a ton yeah. of people, but I, I know a lot of people compared to what I could if I was like home all the time or something. Um, I mean, is, but, that a, yeah. is that a big thing for why you like, get into comedy or why you got into comedy here so you can meet people? No. No? (laughs) I don't think I have high hopes. Like I've, I've moved places and then started comedy in multiple places. And I don't think I've ever really like been like this, these are going to be my people. Cause I just kind of like assume it's, it's going to be like 90% 20 year old, you know, 
25 year olds. Um, you joined the but, collective? Yeah. I like that there's old people. Damn. Shots fired. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, what, what, are your, what are your aspirations with comedy? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. That, I, That's I, fair. We, we, we've addressed that. We, I've we don't either. We okay, don't either. I have tried in many capacities to have long-term goals. I can't do it. Like, I just can't. I think it's probably, like, a lot because I've not been in charge of where I live and stuff. Yeah. I just, like, can't That's envision. Harder. Like, I, <laughs> I always tell my friend, my best friend has three kids, and when she told me she was pregnant with a third— we're close enough that I could be like on purpose. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, on purpose. Cause we always envisioned our family with three kids. And I was like, Oh, I don't think I've ever envisioned anything. <laughs> like, I just don't think that far in yeah. advance. This is my husband gets mad at me. Cause I just say like, I'm like, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And he's like, I've already crossed it in my brain. We're there. I need answers. I don't think it's unfair to have goals that are like, <laughs> I want to be happy. Yeah, or those are my goals. My goals sure are my like are paid. what I want to do yeah. now. And I want to be able to be free week. to yeah. do what I want. Like, yeah, we, I, yeah, I, like I mean, that. I think that's in life, but I don't have. I mean, I work really hard at comedy and people are still surprised when they're like, we you don't have like a specific goal. And I'm like, I, I guess now I do because so many people have asked that question. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm I like, want to be able to be a solid feature. I want to work at clubs regularly and see where that goes. You know, yeah. I've had a lot of really cool opportunities because if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, 92% at least. <laughs> but I I don't, Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather just say, I, I just want to be happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. And if there's a day, uh, there are days, if there's a extended period of time where I'm <laughs> like, comedy isn't it, then I won't do it anymore. Yeah, that's how I feel. So I used to do it and it felt like a grind. Like it felt like there were a bunch of 20 year olds telling me like, you got to get up every night multiple times. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't think this is for me. Like, that's not what I want to do. And then I left for a while and then I lived in outside of DC and you would go to <laughs> like, I would go to a show that starts at 10. You have to show up at nine to s sign up and see if you get on the list. And then at like nine 50, you find out you're not on the list and and then you just like you you drove 45 minutes, you Was, paid $15 to park and yeah. now you're not even on the list. And I was just like, I don't I need to take a break from like I got to yeah, work in the morning yeah, like I can't. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. I took a break. And um, and then when I moved to Michigan, it was like the pandemic was kind of dying down. But in rural Michigan, it was like it never even happened. <laughs> they were like bars are open. They never closed. So I was like, OK, cool. I've been wanting to get back into comedy, so I'll do it here. And. I told myself there, I'm going to do this my way. It's I'm only doing it because it's fun. So if it starts to not be fun, I'm going to change what I'm doing or yeah. or stop doing it or whatever. And that's that's what I've been doing ever since. And I try to, like, drown out the voices that are saying there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it yeah. and all that. I'm just like, no, just this is be happy not, this doing isn't however you're this doing isn't it. getting a master's degree in physics. Like, there's so many ways to do it. And right. it's not making enough money. To like to matter either way. to matter, yeah. It's just a fun. I, I a, really it should quick, be fun, and if it's not fun, then I don't know why I would do it. I have a, uh, I have a really quick question, kind of off topic, but you you just brought something up that I hadn't asked about or thought about really. During the pandemic, some of the people that I felt like um, 
the strongest emotions for were like healthcare workers and their families and like hearing those stories of like I haven't seen my husband in six months because you know he's a nurse and he lives in the garage now or whatever <laughs> like did and you experience any of that with your husband like did he and a lot of people who were like OBGYNs were working in the ER like you know it was chaos in the healthcare field during the pandemic but your husband's in the military as a doctor so did you experience any of that what was that like for you guys? Not really. Like he, so when the pandemic started, I think he was, I'm a supportive wife. I know the answers. Uh, he was a resident. Oh, so he hasn't yeah, been a doctor. So he was long. a resident. Yeah. So um, a few years. when we moved here, it was because he had finished his fellowship. And then, oh, okay. so he hasn't been an attending. He's only been an attending physician for a year. Okay. Um, but he, he had to do like a couple of ER, you know, like fill in type of things. Um, but mostly what happened, cause he was, um, working in physical medicine and rehab, which is not like um, emergency stuff. It's like, you know, make an appointment kind of, right. kind of work. <laughs> and, um, so he just had to like, not work at the hospital for, I think maybe even a couple months. Oh, so he like, wasn't he was like an all hands home. on deck type. No, okay. only like maybe twice, I think. And oh, then, okay. but most of the time they were like, like he had to spend a good amount of time, like calling all the patients and being like, we have to cancel your appointment and moving, you know, postponing or canceling a bunch of um, patients and then just doing stuff like whatever he could do from home, which is like, because if you're a resident, there's a lot of doctoring, but there's also a lot of. Uh, like learning still like you have to like okay. right. learn stuff and then give other people a presentation about it or whatever so yeah. he had to do a lot of that kind of yeah. stuff from home um, but that's you know I learned we that were minimally <laughs> affected when I got stabbed <laughs> and I was in the hospital for so long because I was there for 35 days it's so weird how many doctors come in and checking you that they're they're all residents so it's mm. like this was my main doctor but he was like a year two resident so really, there's a doctor above him that was making most of the calls or conferring with him. Yeah. But it was it took a while to get my brain around that. Like, he seems like my doctor, but he's checking in everything with that doctor above him. But, okay, I didn't realize that your husband yeah. wasn't doing, like, medicine fully at that time. Yeah. So, okay. That's probably less stress for you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just, you, you mentioned COVID, and I was just thinking, I wonder what their life was like for that. But you didn't experience yeah, I think we got that, like, we got by pretty unscathed, and I had, had nice. I was already working remotely for like five years before oh, okay. COVID. Yeah, so I just I was like, oh, I just got it. keep doing this. Yeah, and then like some of my coworkers didn't work remotely; they worked like from co-working spaces or like the office in DC, and I had to like put up with them not knowing how to mute themselves and unmute themselves. And that was like the extent of like right. <laughs> how my job was affected. Do you um, have any questions for us? I do. Oh, I have them here. Oh, oh Lord. Actually, I had one oh, about no. your comedy goals and then What if she just Mercedes shows us Facebook's already? posts that she right. edited for us? Right. She's like, can you tell me why you don't know how to use <laughs> know, Why isn't there an this? apostrophe oh, yeah, here? Got to she that. to edit a lot. We haven't got to, to the fact that you don't you don't like math, but you love grammar, right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh oh yeah. I love it. <laughs> love I don't math. know why, but I, actually love I math. don't understand math very well, so no. I don't like it. Me either. <laughs> um, yeah, I was too scary. I was showing my lady how to play dominoes earlier, and she didn't realize how that much. That is a whole other topic that we need math. to get into sometime because I'm shocked. We'll talk about yeah. that. Not today. I just okay. recently learned Sudoku because my husband plays oh, I love it, that. and I. 
I was like, okay, okay, thank you for teaching me. Why would anybody yeah. ever do this? <laughs> uh, I do it on the daily. It's a, such really? a, it's a mind release for me. Like, okay. I really do that. Like, oh. almost like. No, yeah. thank you. So I guess I yeah, do. Same. I used to do word. I love the word stuff. Yeah. Crossword puzzles. Okay. I also cheat when I need to. Anyways. Do you? Why do you yes. cheat? Why do you cheat against yourself? Uh, actually, the more I've been doing it, the less I have to cheat. Oh, nice. Um, But it takes a while to like. Muscle I used memory. to have the three words. Yeah. I forget them now. The three words that would get you to the, you would definitely get it by number four. Ooh. I have my own three words that work pretty well. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> what, do you, what questions do you have for us? Okay. Well, I have a question, Allison, because we were going oh. to go to the Taylor Swift concert. We were. And oh. I, when we were going to go, I wasn't really even a fan yet. Um, but I... I listened to a podcast where the host talked. It's not about Taylor Swift, but she talks about Taylor Swift a lot. So I have since become a Swifty. Oh. And I want to know if you have a favorite song. Uh, Anti-Hero from this most recent album. Yeah. It just feels appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) So catchy. Yeah, I mean, it is. I I don't necessarily consider myself a Swifty, but there's stuff off every album that I like. Um... Um, love song. Okay. I love love song too, for sure. That's old school. I was oh. listening like to it. What is that? Oh, oh, Romeo like the kind of country. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Romeo and I don't, I've listened to like, uh, I just put on Spotify shuffle, you know, mm-hmm. and usually if it's an old like country sounding one, I kind of like, yeah. skip. skip I like, uh, <laughs> the, so my f- favorite album is probably... Her last album before this one, uh, the one with Sweater, I don't even know what it's called off the top of my head, but that's so much of a not Swifty Yeah, I, I don't know either. But um, <laughs> I love uh, Anna Hero, definitely. Uh, it's me. I'm it's the problem. Me. It's I'm me. I'm the problem. Because yeah. um, like there's a lot of irony in there and <laughs> yes. a lot of truth in there yeah. for her, you know? Yeah. Um, because people think she's so goody goody all the time, but she's not. Like she's problematic in her own ways, and she's still human. Um, but I really love Vigilante from that Me album too. too. Yeah, it's um, a good one. Yeah, because when she says, "I don't start shit, but I can show you how it ends," that's a very relatable. <laughs> that's a very relatable. Um, uh, line for me. Yeah. So Anna Hero and Vigilante are probably my two favorite. I do love lo- Love Story and. Um, I don't know. I there's a few other ones from other albums, but I think. Do you I, like Mastermind? Uh, I'm not familiar. Okay, I'd have to listen to Look it. Look that one up because um, I like those two songs. The two mm-hmm. songs you said are two of my top favorites, so you might like the other one too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might know it. I just might not know it by name. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I hear it felt very relatable. So. <laughs> nice. Oh well. Okay. Cool. Uh, Rob, two questions. One, do you prefer to be called Rob or Robert? Because I call you Robert in my head. And Um, then yesterday I messaged you on Facebook and I said Rob and I was like, am I allowed to? Is that just for cool people? I'm okay with Rob. What I am not okay with is Bob. I learned that. (laughs) Joe Gomez's wife started calling me Bob after the gorge. and (laughs) I'm only tolerating it, but I don't like it. I feel like there's some. I'm, I've been called so many different names. That's that's oh, that's okay. my problem. That's my Just problem. I grew, I grew up. I grew up with going by my middle name, Greg. Oh, okay. All, all, you know, and so like people that know me from like 
20 and under, they know me as Greg. High school, everything. Right? Which is very weird to hear, right? right? Yeah. Wait, so why did you change? That's my first name. And then I just, like, I was working somewhere and they, my, I had a name tag and everything, Robert, as, and then so then I just started doing it. I was like, eh. Okay. Caught on. Uh, a lot of people call me with my last name. You know, they just say Pinner. Yeah. Like, uh, just very similar to my last name, yeah, Rimmert. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm, Which I'm, is very I'm okay. unlike my last name. You know. Which is actually pretty. Yeah. Compared to ours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not as a fat girl growing up. It's, it was. Did you get teased? Instant Like with your name? Oh, yeah. Allison, not so fine. Allison oh. thinks she's fine. Allison wishes she was fine. Mean. But now that I do comedy, people are like, oh, is that your stage name? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to go back to this name twice now. No. <laughs> it's the one I'm born with. Uh, yeah. I was Lisa King. I know. So I got cool. a lot Why'd of. You rid of that? I was an idiot. I would have been like, because I got married you, too young You're and cute, I didn't remember, have feminist I'm be values. King forever. <laughs> yeah, if I could go back, I would. I would not change my last name. Didn't I message you that when? Did I message you that, or maybe I just thought in my head when I saw your engagement. When I saw your engagement post, oh, yeah. I was like, if we weren't getting married, we'd be the King Fine family. <laughs> <laughs> fine Which kings. Amazing. Fine kings. <laughs> yeah. Or fine kings. But I still got made fun of. Like, people would be like, oh, Lisa yeah, Queen. Sure. Right. Like, kids are yeah. not funny. Kids are assholes. Kids are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And growing up as a fat girl, like, people always made fun of my last name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you make fun of people's names? Yeah. Like, we can control it. We're born this way. Whatever. Yeah. But Whatever. All right, second question for you. How did you get into baseball? Like, how did you get into liking it? Uh, my grandpa took me to the games. Um, so my grandpa was like my father figure. Um, and I remember going to the games in, the, in Houston, Astrodome, and taking me a lot of the games. And there was a distance between, between that. Um, but, and then I think it got rekindled with my last wife. Her dad was, like, into baseball, and I saw the same similarities of of my grandpa and so then I started getting back into it. He's like a big, he collects stuff, which I do too, collects things and now he has like a selling place and it got me back into it. Like, but then, and then my buddy, uh, David, who I went on the trips with, you know, he's, he's do, he was doing that and then it got me, back, you know, so it rekindled the fire. Like he was already going on those trips? And and he's already he's- done more than me. Okay. And, but he's letting me catch up to him. <laughs> nice. So like, we're probably gonna finish off where, where we do all the all the stadiums like where we'll finish probably in Atlanta, like that, that's gonna be our like last. I've been to Atlanta, but it was a it was a it was the World Series, and so I want to go as the as a regular season. Anyways, yeah, that's that's digressing, but yeah, I'm, we're gonna try to make that a thing. Like he has to come up here too. He hasn't been to Seattle, oh, so, nice. so cool. So yeah, I don't know. Any other questions? That's all I had. I oh no, I lied. I have a one called both. I love it. I have an Elton, a nice. Robin, a both. Um, were you a funny kid? No, I don't think so. What kind of kid were you? <laughs> I don't know. I was probably an I asshole. I think kid, kid, I was a nerd. I was a super nerd, you know, like, like elementary junior high, then like part high school. And then I transitioned to being a thug. <laughs> but like, there was like in in elementary, I believe it was elementary, like fifth grade, I did do a skit with uh, 
uh, we did the Three Stooges. My uncle. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah, we talked about that. We did like a Three Stooges sketch. I remember doing that. That's what I remember. Like for a talent show yeah, type of thing? Yeah, talent show thing. Nice. That's one thing I do remember about, quote unquote, being funny. But I grew up in funny families. Like my dad was old as eight kids. And they were Catholic. So whenever, I mean, even today, if we get together as a family, like everyone's talking shit. Everyone's <laughs> capping on each other. I have a great uncle, so my grandfather's brother, who had cerebral palsy, um, but was very high functioning. In fact, at the end of her life, he lived with my great grandma and drove and took her places or whatever. Um, but he was also deaf. Um, deaf that he spoke, like he wore hearing aids, but he still spoke. And so my uncles do like impressions of my uncle Irving and like, I mean, they would do it right in front of him, you know, mm-hmm. and like probably things that we would get canceled for a family for now. But my family was funny. Um, I think I was always awkward. I was always taller than everyone. Uh, I was very thin as a little kid and then I got big probably in fourth grade. Um, we didn't have a lot of money. So like I didn't have like the nicest clothes. I didn't have cool haircuts, you know, like I had like a (laughs) kind of, I guess like a mullet basically (laughs) in sixth grade unintentionally. I just had bangs and my (laughs) hair was longer. (laughs) Um, I was never as cool as other people were. But I also, I think that's when I started gravitating towards dudes because dudes are much less judgy about shit like that. Mm. Um, So I don't think that I was necessarily funny. And then when I moved from the Bay Area to Southern California, I was in sixth grade. That's when I definitely started hanging out with guys and um, most of them were, were black. So then you just learn to talk shit. Like everyone's, that's a big part of the, uh, of that, of that culture is just having fun and making people laugh and talking shit about each other. And, um, we, we used to call it capping on each other. Um, so I learned how to do that. Uh, but I don't think I was naturally funny. My brother was, my brother was definitely the funny one in the family. Um, I think I was just awkward. I mean, I was a nerd in school. And then I hung out with gangsters outside of school. So I always, I always kind of code switched in that way, you know. Um, I think I just had a pretty, I, I, I was diagnosed with depression at like nine. So I don't think I fit in anywhere ever. Mm. I don't think I do any, I'm still. Really? Yeah. So, um, which is problematic. Uh, in some ways, cause I, there are days where I'm like, I don't care about fitting in. And then there are other days where I'm like, I don't get it. Like what, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. You know? And then there are days where I think I just don't see myself the way other people see me. Cause we've talked about, we talked about this a little bit on the first episode really yeah. is like about haters. And like, even now, like there are people that don't like me and I think, Oh, but there's some people that they get so much attention. I don't, I don't get what they, you know. Cause they, who they know, or they just had a lucky break and I work so hard and why don't, why don't I have what they have? And I get that definitely get wrapped in my own head. Um, but then like I go to, like I posted about my daughter being with me for 12 years on Friday. I think that that post has like 200 engagements. These haters will post some shit and get like seven 
So it's like people are actually paying attention. People care <laughs> about me. People make comments. People, yeah. you know, people, um, people do care, but I don't, I don't ever think I'm good enough. And I think that just stems from a longstanding history of depression. I think I'm more introverted than people think. And uh, I've always wanted to fit in and never felt like I did. Mm. Because even when, even growing up with black folks, I'm never, I'm not black. So I'm only going to be accepted in that community so much. And white people didn't like me because I was opinionated and loud. And I was also taller than everyone, you know, when I was, I was 5'10 in the eighth grade. So that creates a lot of body image issues and anxiety around that. Mm. So I think a lot, I think I'm a lot, um, I don't think people see my, my, I think people think I'm really confident all the time uh, or that I, whatever that, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not any of those things. <laughs> I'm a lot more self-conscious than people think. Yeah. I just keep putting myself out there and I get a decent reception from people. But even then, I worry, like, are they placating or do they really mean it? Yeah. So I think, uh, isn't that everybody? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't like, mean to like diminish anything you just yeah. said, but. I feel like everybody is just like, you know, the the like toughest looking dudes are like the they have a little tiny toddler boy inside that's like, I hope my dad likes me. You know, like oh, yeah, no, I think everybody's like is, overthinking is everything and admit we're all pretending to be confident, more confident yeah, than we are. For sure. Yeah. But I don't think that I was I think I'm funny when I'm talking to people because I'm sarcastic. Mm. You know, yeah. and I talk a lot of shit, but <laughs> and I say shit that people are just like, holy shit. But um yeah. Uh I do think most people are insecure. I think I think we also make a lot of assumptions about what other people are. Yeah. So it's like um I might look at a really pretty woman and be like, Oh, she's so confident and she has her own fucking issues. But I can also identify that. So it's weird. My brain doesn't wire correctly in that way. <laughs> or I'm just like, why do I care about that person? And it's been, but I'm also an, I'm an external processor too. So that's, that's one thing that keeps me going is, um, if I don't like someone within a community, right. And I don't understand, like, we don't get along for whatever reason. And I'm thinking I'm the only person that that person doesn't like. And then I start to hear, oh, no, that person doesn't, they treat me weird, too. Or we've had weird interactions or whatever. Then I'm like, oh, it's not just me. And mm -hmm. that makes me feel good. That validation makes me feel good. Not that that person is an asshole to seven of us, not just me. But I'm like, oh, it's not a me problem. Mm. Yeah. It's really a them problem. Yeah. But it takes a, it takes a bit because I always think that I'm the problem. And oh. that stems, I know where that stems from. I mean, that stems from my my dad, my parents, especially my dad saying, like, you have an attitude problem. No one's going to like you. I'm like, cool, thanks. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But maybe more people are like me than I realize. I think so. I have a one of my, she was my best, she is one of my best friends. Um, and we were best friends in high school. And she was always like the pretty one. Like I was like the sidekick. And she was the one that was like getting it on and stuff. And she's 
gorgeous and naturally thin and tan and wonderful. And she, I'll take a picture with her even now. And she will like put her arm out and she's like, I have to put my arm out because otherwise it'll look fat when I put it against right. my, and I'm like, she's got a whole different set of you. issues. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's everyone. And well, I have a, I have some <laughs> friends that growing up, I don't know. I don't want to say I was jealous of, but they also, they always got more attention in certain areas, but like as adults, their lives are fucked up. They've made bad choices or they've done or lots of different, mm. lots of different people went lots of different directions. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, I've kind of been on my own path and it hasn't always been easy, but like I've come out. Okay. And I haven't had some of the challenges that other people have. And then I've had some weird shit that very few people have had to experience. So that you're going to write a book about. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll think about it. Are you going to edit my book? I'm not going to edit anyone's book. That's fucked up. <laughs> She's going to force me to write a book and she won't help. She won't give I didn't me. edit my own book. She won't grammar nonsense. I paid somebody book. else. I don't want to, I'm not thorough <laughs> enough to like edit a whole book. Oh, that's the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't that funny. <laughs> it's funny how that, that that statement and we went yeah but I get it and I get it I'm not I'm not fucking with you just do you think you're funny no yeah no you not. don't think you're funny now I'm learning that I am funnier than I than I thought you I don't was. think he's funny that's <laughs> the real thing shit. <laughs> we got to the bottom of it <laughs> I'm just getting ready for that competition yeah. Yeah. Like, luckily it's not a roast you have to do your material oh, and I have to do my material <laughs> Like, you uh, don't think it's a roast. All right. And then it's going to turn into a roast. And then I'm not going to have no, you know, she's going to come up after me and then I'm not going to have no rebuttal. <laughs> damn it. That's all right. I was surprised when I started comedy. I was surprised at how much I liked it. And yeah. I've been surprised at the responses that I get still. Did yeah. you enter it like to find a community? No, I did it because I thought it was funny in conversation. And I went to Nate's. I was going to Nate's for shows and stuff. I was like, I want to try it. And so I did. And I was like, oh, I might be good at this. And nice. so now I do it. But I, I don't work as hard as I should. And which sounds weird because people think I work really hard. What should? I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like honestly, I, my comedy could be a lot better. But I haven't. Like I need to go back. Some of my jokes I need to work on. And I just haven't taken the time to do that. But I've had so much else going on in my life in the last year and a half. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing that. But I'm still I'm still doing well, you know? So it's like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. But, yeah, so we're losers. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Who do comedy? We're Did you all. think you were funny growing up? From the tables. I don't know if I thought that growing up, but looking back... I had the same kind of family where we, we all, like, made fun of each other. Yeah. I was definitely on the front lines of, like, you know, ribbing everybody and um, just being... I was silly. I was very silly. And my mom is also really silly. Like, she, like, sings song, you know, all day long and does little voices and stuff. And uh, And my dad is funny in a different way. So it was always encouraged, I think. Like if you made fun of somebody, someone would laugh. And then you'd be right. like, oh, okay. Noted. <laughs> All right. We want to move on to Dope or Trash? 
That's fine. I just got to think of something. <laughs> did you bring? I did. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a good little you. student. Damn. <laughs> with you. Fire. I have three. Okay. One, ice in beverages. What are we? Can we define beverages? Like, oh, it matters. Yeah. I mean, milk I mean, is okay. Disgusting. So when you Orange go to a like a bar or a restaurant and you order a drink, they put ice in it automatically. Yes. Yes. Dope. For me. Okay. Yes. I like things cold. So. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it in milk, and I think it's weird when Dude. people put it in orange juice. Oh, okay, yeah, that's which weird. is weird because any other kind of juice, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. But for some but reason, juice, straight orange ju- juice. Apple juice is weird to me. No, to see, I love, apple juice would be fine. Ice. It's just and like orange mango papaya, I'm fine with. Uh. But straight breakfast <laughs> orange juice, weird to me. Mm. But generally, yes, I like I like ice in my. Yeah. Like, well, I mostly drink water too. So, yeah. When I drink water, like in the morning, I don't drink with ice. But like, I never say no ice when I'm out. Like, you know. Well, like so, I, when I drink alcohol, I drink mixed drinks. Like if I, I would have a blended drink every time I drank alcohol if I could. Like I would have a, a strawberry daiquiri every day if that's the alcohol. If I, if I could have access to a blender like that. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, yeah, I mean, then that's ice. I'm on the but fence. That's also how like, I have this, my coffee with Yeah, this is, frozen, this is offensive. You know? Like, I'm down the line. It depends on the, it depends on the drink for me. All right. Sometimes I'm ice and sometimes I'm no ice. So. Okay. What else? What do you think? I don't like it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't usually want ice. And it's weird that it's automatic. Hmm. Like I have to ask. Same thing with straws. I don't usually want a straw, but you get one. You have to be like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) So it's weird that they give you it without you having to ask for it. I feel like societal norms, I guess. Yeah. What do you think, Nook? I'm I'm Lisa. I don't I don't like ice. The loose to drink. If if I if I put ice in it, it's because I'm it's somewhere that's really hot and my drink is gonna get warm. Uh, other than that, I, I I'll just take it straight because I like to taste my drink. <laughs> you know what? I also I do. Um, I will drink like water halfway or even like a Gatorade, and then I will freeze the second half. So then, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so then later I can like if I like if I have half a Gatorade. Then I will freeze it, and then I'll pour, when I'm ready to drink it, I'll pour more Gatorade into that bottle so it stays cold, but it's all Gatorade, so it doesn't dilute. Oh. Huh. That's good stuff. Yeah. I never thought of that takes one. A of, that's a, takes a lot of that's, forethought. That's but, a, <laughs> or I'll just drink a little bit of Gatorade. If you, you can't just go home and put Gatorade into the freezer because it'll expand, and then you're fucked when, it, when you try and open it. It's everywhere. But if you just drink a little bit, and then you freeze it, then when you get in a car or whatever, especially when it's hot outside, then it just melts, but it's cold. And then I do that with water, too. I'll, if I have, like, a water bottle, I'll just, even if I drink all of it, if I know I want to take it with me later, I'll just fill it up, like, halfway or, or a third of the way with water, put it in the freezer, and then put fresh water on top, and then it's cold. 
So there's so it is iced mm. basically. Yeah. All right, we're mixed. Mm. What a controversial topic. Right? Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, just someone came, just came to my head. Uh, bringing your own snacks in the movies. Oh, dope. <laughs> dope. I, I don't know the last time I bought. How far do you go? I don't know the last time I bought a soda at um, or anything like that. First of all, I drink water most of the time, right. but I bring my own drinks and our own candy. And if I'm at the mall movie theater by my house, I'll go get um, pretzel mini pretzel dogs and bring that to nice. And then I I love popcorn, so I buy popcorn. I I, used to, I make better popcorn than the movie theater. No, so, I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah. What? How, what's your popcorn about? I just I make <laughs> it on it the stove. In a, in oh, a, uh, and you should make I, some for the barbecue. I might do that. Yeah, <laughs> I make some good. I, it, I don't know. I have this perfect pot. It's like from IKEA somewhere. I, we probably got it from the thrift store, but I put just enough canola oil in there and that and some and I don't popcorn trust that. salt, and it's it's yummy. So you bring your own popcorn? Yeah, I, I brought hot dogs before. How? What kind of container do you bring that popcorn in the movies? In a, in a Ziploc bag, and okay. I mean, but I can't popcorn. do it. I have to have to. Have, I can't do it you anymore. Need a purse. Yeah, I need a purse. I think I'm just gonna get a purse and just be like, hey, it's 2023. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge you don't me. Know my pronouns. You need a fanny pack. Everybody has <laughs> That's those. Funny. Yeah, but there's not enough. There's a big not, one. <laughs> it's a big fanny pack. Uh, what is your thought on? Your own snacks I buy movies. snacks at the movies, but it's only because I'm lazy. Oh, okay. Like, no. I'm, I'm not I'm going too places. Yeah, I'm, I'm cheap. I'm cheap. <laughs> My husband's not a doctor. <laughs> I'm a single mom. My husband's like, why don't you go ahead and get the large? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a lot of kids now, so. Oh, bring your snacks. Yeah. Oh, br- bring your snacks to the theater? Yeah. That's oh, like my favorite thing. Right. To bring them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I bring all kinds of stuff. Well, like I bring fried chicken. I bring fried chicken. Yeah. Don't bring that. stinky things. I'm I bring fried that. chicken. I bring a sandwich. I brought meatloaf one time. <laughs> wow. I do Wait, nice. like fork and knife food you're yeah, bringing? Yeah, some Tupperware, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's totally totally amazing. Amazing. <laughs> the microwave. He goes plugs it into the, into the hallway. <laughs> we are still amazing. divided on that. Yeah. If I had, like, kids, I would I would bring I would bring everything. <laughs> I would bring snacks. I wouldn't be like ten dollar popcorn for you, ten dollar popcorn for you. But it's just me and my husband if we're going, so it's not bad. I get it. Yeah, no, I go to A and I'm like, I can get these M and M's for. Yeah, I go to the dollar a store. A third or of the, the price for the, especially for especially um, for candy. At the, at the lowest level, I at least go get candy from a. Yeah, there's always a Dollar Tree right next to yeah, the theater. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like at least there. That's. Um, God, I. I wrote some, but I also hope that I'm not doubling up. So mm. uh, I need to go back and listen and make sure. I can um, tell you. Yeah, I can. I'm an you avid listener. paper plates at home. Dope. I do. That's what we do. Literally trash. <laughs> right. No? no, I don't. I don't get that. My um, parents and my brother had like a. Like a real argument about that. Like they were mad at each other for a while because he. It's a rumor. He was for the king controversy. King controversy. Because <laughs> they used paper plates, and he was like, "Why are you doing that?" And he made them feel like bad people, and now they don't anymore. <laughs> well, then it worked. Good job. It worked. Good job, the shaming brother. worked. <laughs> uh, what do you think, that? Oh, we do it in my house. 
Nobody wants to do dishes. So. Oh. Yeah, that's a- yeah I, I'm very much against that. I mean, we have them and we use them occasionally. And yes, if you're having like a bunch of people over, I could see that for like a barbecue or something. Yeah. But like, I just feel like it's lazy. Yeah. And it's weird. The amount of people that post food online that they make at home and it's on paper plates. I'm like, do none of you go to Ikea? Like, it's so cheap. <laughs> just get a real set of plates. Like... Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's lazy and it does create a lot of trash. And we all, there's yeah. so much shit we can't avoid creating trash for. I feel like that's something that, no, I, the reality is I don't, I'm also just assuming that like the dishwasher is less in water than, yeah. I don't know how that works. <laughs> and I'm going to be dead before the world finally explodes. Probably not too long before it explodes, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. Using paper plates at home is weird to me. I also have a thing about, like, certain textures. Mm. And if you gave me, like, cooked food, like, like mac and cheese or something that's on a paper plate, I would not be able to eat it. Like, I wouldn't. I don't want to be scraping oh, like food barbecue? off of paper. I mean, if it's like a hot dog, like something with a bun or whatever, that's fine. Because it's protected by the bun. <laughs> but if it was just, like, slop. Yeah. Something that, wet. That wouldn't, I mean, that wouldn't I would not like me, that. I don't like popsicles because of the, like, I can't stand the wooden stick feeling. I don't know what that is. That's just weird. We'll Google okay. and find out it's some kind of disease I have, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's some OCD shit, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, but. Maybe. I'm pretty right, sure my mom has OCD. One? Shout out. We're going to run out of my time. My next one. Um... Uh, making your bed in the morning. Oh, fuck no. No. I couldn't tell you Trash. when I ever made my bed ever in life. In life? What I about if company's coming over? I sleep, on, <laughs> I sleep on top of my sheets. I sleep with a separate sheet, which is weird, but it's now it's because I sleep with a heating pad. So I put my heating pad like on top of my fitted sheet, my regular sheets over that. And then I have a totally different sheet that I use at night. Uh, and because I sleep with the heating pad on, I'm usually, I don't, I also have a blanket at the end of my bed, but I only use that in the winter. So that's, I don't know. That's just making my bed. No. Mm, fuck no. <laughs> right now I don't sleep. Like I have my bed made and I sleep on top of my, cause it's so hot. I don't have AC. And yeah. yeah. So I have AC in my room. So you have no blankie on top of you? I have a blank, I have a blank, <laughs> I have a blanket to the side. And if it gets cold, if it gets cold, it's just a little throw blanket. Yeah. In, in a, oh, okay. That's see, nice. that's like mine. I don't yeah. use a blanket, but I like it's just a sheet yeah. because yeah. I have the heating pad on and the AC in yeah. my room because I have a portable AC. Yeah, I just have the so fan I only in the need window. A sheet. If it gets too cold, I have nice. the fan in the window. If it gets too cold, then I have a little throw blanket. Do you make your bed? No. Okay. okay. Trash. Well, right. wow. So people are like, thought, thought, they're like, your day. You, well, that's I how we you were start not your day. Be friends no, anymore, Lisa. I'll be like, you're too bougie for me. <laughs> I make my bed when we're going out of town, and our pet sitters are going to be coming over and sleeping at our house. Like that's when I like wash the sheets and make the bed. If there's not anyone new looking at my bed, then I don't. I think it's a complete waste of time. Yeah, it's weird. No. Oh, I'm a neat boy. I makes my bed. <laughs> you do? Oh, yeah. oh, Every yeah. morning? Every morning. As soon as I get up, first thing I do. You're wasting a lot I of your time. get up. I spend a you lot of time editing. in You could be editing. You could be doing like two more podcasts yeah. a week. If I'm at home, I'm usually in bed. So I don't... <laughs> fuck all that. 
Anyways, <laughs> we need a new producer. Controversy. We were all on the we same just, page, and then he was very passionate about his plastic ruined. bags, but that, <laughs> that was getting extreme with making our bed every day. <laughs> well, why don't you do your last one, okay. and then I could save mine. Uh, overalls on adults. Oh. Shout out to Chandler Noble Hatch. I have overalls too. <laughs> I, more, I just got and new my, overalls. And my daughter who I has shorts got, overalls. I, oh, nice. I just got new sports overalls, new Astros overalls. They're really nice. What's a, what sports overalls? The, um, they're Astros and they're all in rainbow. They're probably really annoying. But what are they made out of? Regular. Jean? Like yeah, denim? It's just jean. a design on the jean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just came think in the they're cute on skinny girls. That's about it. And Chandler Noble Hatch. <laughs> I showed up to the, his mic. He once. makes them look cute. But... I showed up to his mic one time with my, my overalls on. He's like, <laughs> identity theft is not a, is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I was either there or I saw a picture of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm fat and that's weird. It's just like fat girl onesies. I don't, I don't get it. So... Not my thing, mm. but like, do you think? I guess I think they're cute. Yeah. I'm like skinny bitches. Like you could rock it, but it's just weird. Like when you have a belly, it, you're highlighting the most <laughs> part, the worst part of your body. So yeah, just weird to me. But huh. uh, like, no judgment, I guess. It's a do you situation. So yeah. I would say I'm neutral on this. Yeah. Where are you at with it? I like them. I like them on everybody, everybody. There's a lot of shit that I think fat girls. Do you remember? Do, call do, me, call me Lizzo, but there's I, a lot of shit that fat girls shouldn't be doing. Do you remember like crisscross that that era? Of course. I had a pair. Of do over, I remember? Yeah. I had a pair. Did of Did you do the one yeah, one had, thing up? Yeah, I had a pair of overalls and had them backwards with the with, with <laughs> yeah. I used to do that and the one cross up colors, and then, then do that. Yeah. I had a pair of cross colors too. Oh, I'm sure I did. I did too. I'm sure back in the day. In yeah. the '90s, they were very popular. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. As an adult now, I don't know. I think if it's your aesthetic, like seriously. Once again, shout out to Chandler Noble Hatch. Like they look cute on him, like. Yeah. But it's also part of his personality. Yeah. When I see Chandler without overalls, I'm like, hmm, Are you okay? Must have a job interview. Like, <laughs> or are you okay? Like, <laughs> you check in with him. <laughs> like, is you your know. mental health alright? Like, but uh, yeah, I whatever. I thought because doesn't he do like. Something handy for work. I thought that was just like yeah. him coming guy. from work. He's the school that Jess works yeah. at, yeah. the Montessori school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's convenient for him. But do you think he goes home and changes into that? Because yeah. he wears it weekend. Because I just thought I didn't think like, oh, that's his style. I just thought like, oh, he's here from work. <laughs> no, I think he just wears them all the time. I think he's just used to them. Oh, okay. So because he wears them on the weekend too, so I think it is his Good style. Point. I think it's both for okay. him. Nice. I like no, it. Oh, I, I dress like it's still the '90s all the time. So, uh, if I could find a pair that fit me right, I'd I'd, I'd wear them. <laughs> but they don't they don't sell them like that. They sell them all like skinny jeans types, and I'm like, uh, mm, that ain't right, no. man. Nope. Yeah, it's hard to find. It's hard a good to pair find like that. Yeah, they're just they're not for fat people. But um, in my opinion, what does my opinion matter? Anyways, all right, cool. Thank you for bringing those topics. Yeah. To yeah. dope or trash controversial shit who knew ice would be so controversial <laughs> uh i guess we can wrap it up with welp so i'll go first like um this episode's coming out <sighs> am i right about 23rd. that It'll be is coming it coming out the 23rd? out the 23rd yeah yeah i feel like it is 16 yeah, yeah. so 
This episode is coming out the day that Melanie gets here from Detroit. I talked about her last episode. We're spending a whole week doing a bunch of shit, so you can see me on Friday. I'll be at the Infinity Room in Salem Saturday, uh, and I'll be featuring for Melanie Hearn from Detroit. Saturday, uh, myself and Lisa are going to be doing a show together, the Headless Mumby Brewing Company, um, uh, Laggers and Laughter, some stuff, I don't know, uh, for his op- Jose Pineda is the producer of that show. So it's going to be Lisa, I'm featuring, and then um, and then Melanie's the headliner there. And then uh, that's Friday, Saturday. Monday we'll be at Hannah's, and then probably go up to 907. Tuesday we'll, oh, Tuesday we're doing Trenchers. So okay. yeah, lots of places. Um, but it's mostly, I'm really excited to have um, Melanie here from Detroit. It's going to be great. And you know Melanie. Yeah. From Michigan. From Michigan, so yeah. That's kind of a crazy coincidence, but so that's what I have going on. What do you have going on? Uh by then, uh the twenty third. So the twenty fourth, I'll be hosting Waterland, which is a special place in my heart. Uh it's a day off. I started comedy at Waterland because thanks to this one telling me get up there, pussy, and at Waterland. On the twenty fifth of August, the exact words I used. Yes, too. it was the exact words you used. I know, and so I'm hosting uh, Waterland on the twenty fourth. So the twenty fourth is a Thursday. Waterland Arcade is actually our last open mic yeah, at Waterland and it's Arcade. Be our last open so mic there. Closing, closing, closing down shop there, um, and uh, and then the next day is your one year anniversary. Yeah, next year is one year so, anniversary. Yay. Happy anniversary! Yeah, thank you. Um. And I'm sorry that I can't be there. I know. I can't be there on either well, day you know because what, of that, Melanie's situation. Me and Joe had that conversation not too long ago. You know, as we get to the same level, we see each other less and oh, less. Of course. <laughs> the more you get busy, the more you don't see yeah, your people. Yeah, you know, it, it sucks, you know. This is what it is. But, I mean, it's good. I'd rather not yeah, see you because you're yeah. at a different show. Right. And not sitting in an audience watching me or vice right, versa. Right, Period. Anything else? No, I don't know what's going on. Oh, you know what? I, and we're both in it. Well, actually, all three of us are in it. Uh, the Super Funny contest coming yeah, up. Yeah, we all have Super Funny. Yeah. Uh, Nate Jackson's uh, Funniest Motherfucker contest. Um, my, I'm in the last heat, which is until September 12th. I'm August 29th. Okay. So this will be right. This will be in between episodes. Yeah. And then yeah. what heat are you in? I think the same one as you. The last one? Yeah. 12? Okay. 12th. 12th of September. So that's going on. It's... Four weeks of 20 comics each, which will get paired down to a semifinal and then a final. And none of us will probably be in any of it yeah. outside of the preliminaries. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll do our best. We'll all be at home with our hurt feelings. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll just have one. There's a lot of good comics in it. So. One feeling left? Just one. I'm saving <laughs> well, it. Get taken. I'm saving it for something important. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have coming up? Uh, this is coming out on the 23rd. I have, a, um, I have an HOA meeting. <laughs> nice. Shout out to the HOA. On the 24th. <laughs> Fuck the uh, HOA. Shout out to Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Carol. It would be Carol. When I moved it's out here, I was, we were looking for a house and we were like, no HOAs. And the realtor was like, you're not going to find that. Give it up. And we we're like, really? HOAs are trash. Really? Anyway. They're garbage. Yeah, that should have been one of our things. Yeah, they are garbage. Sorry, Carol. I have um, 25th is a Friday. I'm guesting for Hampton Yunt, if you know who that is. Where's that? Uh, comedy Not Slash Bar. Uh, 
The, spl- the slash is this, silent. Uh, this nook over here was shake- shaking yeah, his head. I, what do you know about that guy? Wait, were you nodding or shaking your head? Oh, I don't know. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't either because cool. I don't know anybody yet. Um, and then I've got a couple of fun shows in September. Well, one has already been talked about, the competition. I wasn't going to enter that because I don't love a competition. And also it's called Funniest Motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, I will fail. <laughs> That'd be fun. And it's I'm not edgy. Um, but I'm going to do uh, September 8th is a Friday. I'll be at Stan's Barbecue in Issaquah, which I don't think I've ever been to Issaquah Who yet. Who So that? fun. Cozy comedy. Um, and I am uh, featuring as a double header. Double headliner show, Mike Coletta and Vanessa Dawn. Oh, that'll be good. Mm. And then on Saturday, September 23rd, I'm doing Northwest Brewing in Redmond. Um, I think is, I'm... Is that oh, Luke? Spending? It's uh, Derek Sheen. Oh. Yeah. I feel like people went from not knowing you at all to like... Yeah. Everywhere like, now. yeah. Me too. That's like great. Last week. That's awesome. Yeah. Last week I... Somebody put yeah. the, the back. They were like, "Do you want all these shows?" And I was like, "Yo, where have you been?" Yeah, <laughs> nice. So we should talk about that offline. Do people turn down shows? Like, of course, <laughs> oh, I want awesome. them. I'm excited for you. Well, and then we have the show together, which I'm really excited about. And also, I wanted to say, I don't think you guys asked me who my inspiration was. How dare you? But um, you've asked other people, and that's okay that you don't care who mine are. But I wanted to say, give you a shout out because you, Why? because you always like, I love. A woman who lifts up other women, it's like a thing that not enough people do, and it's so easy and fun Thanks. to do it, Thanks. and you do it all the time, like behind the scenes, you know, not taking credit or anything, and you're, I mean, you do it for me, I see you do it with, for Kira Hillman, Yeah. and I'm sure you do it for 90,000 other people. There's a lot, yeah, I mean, it's not just women, I just... I hashtag celebrate I know that's your just the only thing I care about. No, I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I do try not be a hater, you know? I spend, a, I mean, I have a, a wicked mean tongue and I can be an asshole. But <clears throat> if you're, if, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it takes a lot to get me to dislike somebody, like truly dislike someone. Um, but, most of the time, I, I truly mean it when I say, like, I want everyone to win. That's why I might have a show on Saturday, but I'm still posting other people's shows because I think that's important. Um, uh, I try and get people booked on shows, you mm-hmm. know. Um, uh, what I did for you when I found out. So Jose had booked someone else and I guess they fell off, but I didn't know. I didn't I don't even know this person. And then I was just like, oh, Lisa. Like, I had actually given him a few different names, um, but I thought he would want a guy because it was two women. Mm. And then he ended up saying, oh, no, I want a girl. And I was like, oh, put Lisa on the show. And so I was really glad that you were free. Um, but the night before in the Infinity Room, um, uh, Melanie and I are, are headlining and featuring. And I told Emma, who's the <clears throat> the booker there, I was like, ooh, Taka, Taka Horton would be great. You know, and it's like, uh, Taka's been there. It's not like he's new to the Infinity Room, but then that's who she ended up booking. So. Nice. But it's also self-serving for me. You know, like people I want to work with, I, I want to work with. So that's good. So, yeah. Well, it's cool. Thanks. I think we should support each other more as just humans. And um, so I try and be a good example of that. Not always, but thanks for noticing, friend. I'm glad that we're friends. Me too. Yeah, Thank I'm you. glad you're a partner in the collective too. 
Anything else? Thank you for being a guest. Yeah, thank you for being thank a guest. Thank you. Go buy your book. Uh, do you want to tell them the name of the book again? Yeah, it's show called the book again. Well, we can actually Did put like a screenshot out? of the book yeah, okay. at the end. Cool. It's we called just, Stay. Okay. Just look up look up Rimmert is what your yeah that's the easiest what thing to do because there's nobody else with that last name. Uh, all over Amazon Bookshop dot org com dot com. Um, there's also an ebook version if you're an ebook person. There's no audiobook. Don't bother me about it. I'm not making one. <laughs> <laughs> Just have your computer read it to you. <laughs> but yeah, it's all over. Read me stay by Lisa Rimmer. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that you have a book. I love that you're here sometimes in life, you know, our lives intersect in weird ways sometimes and you never know who's going to be your friend. And I don't think naturally you and I would have been friends in some circumstances, but I'm glad that we're friends. Me too. I think you're dope. Yeah, so. I, I'm glad we're friends, and I always feel like I'm not cool enough to be your friend. <laughs> Whatever. I'm <laughs> serious. That's weird. She's the felon in the group. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> she's a real gangster. Never get hired again. <laughs> she's, the, she's the Midwest gangster. She drank when she was 20. made <laughs> 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 Denny's. And then, that's fucking weird. Anyways, all right. It's been real. Episode eight is a wrap. Woo. Peace, Peace out. out.